All right, that was Electro Love by the Brothers Steve, featuring one of my favorite songwriters in the world, Jeff Whalen from Czar. Um, this band was uh, all these guys in this particular band, Brothers Steve, met as students at UC Santa Barbara. Um, Whalen, Steve Coulter, and Jeff Solomon would go on to form Czar and cut an impressive swath through the L.A. pop scene in the early part of the century. Recently, Whalen's solo record, 10 More Rock Super Hits, demonstrated his undiminished songwriting and vocal magic, and Coulter, under the pen name S.W. Loudon, has emerged as a writer of both fiction and music history with the co-editing of last year's Go All The Way, a literary appreciation of power pop. Among his credits, and both also Moonlight in the Go All The Ways, the Punk Goes Pop side project that accompanied the book. So this is from their new album, Dose, and it's number 10 on our list, our top 10 songs of 2021, not necessarily in the order I'm playing them. Um, my name's John Diss. This is episode four of the only rebels left alive podcast and we're going to continue now with my number nine song not necessarily in the order that they should be in this is a band called the nuclears and the song's called siamese connection from their album seasides i heard a sad rumor uh i think on the rock and roll geek show that these guys are breaking up um they this is another band that was that I featured in the magazine that I did a few years ago for my old podcast, and uh, they came out and I got to meet them and well twice they, I, met, I met them twice. Uh, they did two shows in L.A. and um, they're really really good live and they're really really good on on record too. So check this out. This is a song called Siamese Connection. Um, Maximum Volume wrote about this. They did a review of the album and they wrote about this song. Subject matter of Seasides, well, the album Seasides, is pleasingly different. It begins as if to prove it with a thunderous Hanoi Rocks type romp Siamese connection. But this isn't what you think. Rather, it deals with the CIA importing heroin completely with the payoff line. It's not a crime if you're on the right side. Air America touching down inside.
cobwebs out of my head Drinking down the potion cause my head is in need Got some sweet potatoes for my body to feed Slip into the six, six, put in the keys Fire up the ponies cause they got to be free Twist accelerator getting ready for war All these demons trying to kill me but I don't know what for Tell us all who the hell you think you are I'm a hard rocking motherfucking working class Circus of Power, Working Class Superstar. Uh, the track is the latest Circus of Power single with guest appearances by Danko Jones and David Rhodes from Junkyard on vocals along with original COP guitarist Gary Sunshine. Before that was Joe Normal with a song called Stand Up If You Want to Live Free. 
Media Monarchy calls that an anthem for humanity in its time of need. As millions worldwide take to the streets to march for human rights and freedom, Joe Normal delivers Stand Up, a song that embodies the sentiment of countless kindred souls who are passionate about our rights and hungry for fresh new voices from the rock and roll community to sound. And we open with the Nuclears, with a song called Siamese Connection from the album Seasides. So coming up is a, is a guy, a band. He's a guy, it's a band, it's Slash from the album Slash Fork, which is coming this year, but they released two songs last year. Uh, this is a song called Fill My World.
Stanley, Could It Be I'm Fallen in Love from Paul Stanley's Soul Station. It's their debut album, Now and Then. It's a collection of nine covers and five originals, all of them classic soul. We're not straying very far from it. If we wish to enjoy Paul Stanley's singing and songwriting beyond his tenure as the star child, this is the sort of thing we can expect. Paul will have just entered his 70s when the KISS tour ends 
and bringing his talents to something that doesn't require so much screaming and gyrating is an excellent way for him to continue scratching his musical itch and entertaining us. So, uh, you know, I'm a huge Kiss fan. I remember being going to Gemco with my mom as a little kid and looking at records. Cause my parents always had records and I had records when I was little. I had my I always used to listen to my mom's fifties rock and roll albums and my mom would buy me cutouts and I had my own little record player and I was listening to I don't know what it was, like sixties music. Probably a lot of Motown and maybe some I don't know some rock and roll stuff. I don't, I have no idea what it, I have a box of 45s that I think are those, but it's also, some of them have my aunt's name on it. So I'm not sure if they're mine and hers mixed up or if it's all hers, but it's like a bunch of Motown and and rock and roll stuff. But, uh, anyway, so but I was always into records because my parents had records and my dad had jazz records, like tons of jazz records. And my mom had a few, like she had Neil Young and Janis Joplin and Jesus Christ Superstar and Crosby, Stills, Nash and & Young. And some, you know, she may have bought, I mean, she was into reggae and stuff. That was later. But um, I would always look at records and I remember I would see like Elton John's albums where he was like all dressed up all crazy and um and then I saw Kiss one time it was the Alive album and I just remember looking at it because I was really into comic books and stuff and I was like these guys are like comic book you know but they're alive like they're real people and and I remember Gene Simmons on the cover and I was like, is he, is that a girl? Is that a girl or a boy? Like I have, I had no idea. I thought it was a guy, but it was kind of, you know, I wasn't sure. <laughs> and, um, but I was like, it just, you know, I bookmarked it, you know, I didn't buy it, but I bookmarked it. And then I don't know how much later it was, if it was like a month later or five months later or three months later or a year later. I have no idea. But I, I, we moved to a new place. We built a house. My parents had a house built in a new area. And well, it was at the time it was called Menifee and out in the country. And I met our neighbor one day after school. He didn't go to my school but he became my best friend. I remember meeting him. I was at my friend's house, my new friend from school, and Rick was there on his bike in the guy's driveway. And I walked up to him because I had seen him around. I knew he lived down really close to me because this guy lived like a mile away. And he was on his bike and I walked up to him. I was like, what's up? You know, how you doing? Whatever. And they ended up getting in a fight and Rick and I walked home. I remember exactly where we were on the road walking home. I remember exactly where we were. And he said, do you like kiss? And I was like, no, I don't know, but I want to hear him. And I remember I went home and I told my brother, 
my friend, I just met this guy, Rick, he lives down the street and he has Kiss records. And it was just like destined to be like, I, I went to his house like the next day and we listened to Kiss records and we listened to Aerosmith and Led Zeppelin in Boston and all these bands that were, this was 1977, you know? And it was like, fucking you know it's like my life changed forever from that point on all i cared about was music from that point on all i gave a fuck about was rock and roll um and then i you know i did very i did veer off into other stuff for a while but you know it was only for a few years and then i was back to just like rock and roll is all that mattered and um so Kiss was huge in my life, and I, I still love them. I still love Ace. I still love Paul. I love Paul's singing. I love I love this thing that he's doing. It's great. And I realize he can't scream and be Kiss forever, you know? And uh, I love it. I think it's great. And anyway, so before that was the Wild Hearts. Uh, remember these days from the 21st Century Love Songs album. Um which takes about 10 listens to become great. I was like, ah, I finally don't like something Ginger did. And then I realized I, I do like it a lot. It's really good. It just takes a while to get into it. Um, and we open with Slash from the album Slash 4, Fill My World. Okay, so now we're here with Ashley, and she's got her pick for the year. What you got for us, Ash? Motor Heart by the Darkness. Good one. And uh, what made you pick this song? I picked Motor Heart because I thought it was a cool, catchy tune, and plus it made me laugh. There are a few darkness songs that make me laugh. What other darkness songs make you laugh? Um, well, there's this one song, but it's kind of controversial. It's called Pat Pong Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> that's right that song is fucking hilarious <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't get cancelled over that shit but I guess they're not big enough to be cancelled <laughs> yeah it's one of my favorites it's off the album Hot Cakes I think it's a uh, bonus track it's quite a bonus right oh quite a bonus <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say Justin has a way with words. That's for sure. That'll man. keep you laughing for days and days. You guys should really check out Pat Pong Ladies. And once again, it's on the album Hot Cakes, and it's a bonus track. And yeah. it's one of my favorites. I saw Justin Hawkins um, with his band Hot Leg at the Viper Room, and he was doing his thing you know his spinal tap th i mean i love him it's, i'm not putting it down at all but there is a spinal tap element to it and and he looked down and we were laughing and he started laughing <laughs> it was like he you know i was looking at a review of this album and they said he gets the joke like he does get the joke he started cracking up it was great he had like vince neil blonde hair like it was perfect it was it was great it was so great Remember when we went to see them? Oh boy, yes, I remember. It was a good show. Um, the opening band was interesting, right? 
I have to say, I think the opening band pretty much, they sucked. (laughs) (laughs) So the funny thing about it is uh, we were all talking before the show and the opening band was playing and where were we? Were we in the lobby? I think we were hanging out in the lobby and our friend Anthony was there and Anthony was talking and... um, all of a sudden, he stops talking, and he's like, this band sucks. And then and then he looks up, and he sees the band, and he goes, what's up with all those guitars? Because they had like five or six guitar players or something. Remember? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and ironically, the band's name was Diarrhea Planet, and I always think to myself that hence the name diarrhea planet (laughs) right and and you know uh justin hawkins from the darkness has a new uh youtube channel i don't know if you've checked it out but uh he talks a lot about different songs and different bands and he's always super polite and so he uh during the middle of this of the set he stopped you know in between songs he 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 commented on diarrhea planet what did he say he said, so good, so good, so many guitars. That's the only thing he could say. I mean, there yeah. wasn't much really to the band besides all the guitars, <laughs> in right. my opinion, personally. Yeah, it was, uh, it was like he, he, he found a compliment to give them. <laughs> it was that they had so many guitars. <laughs> yeah. And I don't like to put down opening bands, you know, like I, I, I know from experience that sometimes a band you see live and you don't like the songs, you can eventually love the songs and it's possible, but we checked them out and we, 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 I don't want to say they suck, but I didn't think their songs were strong and I don't think Ashley did either. Well, honestly, I can honestly tell if I like a song, whether in the first five or six seconds of the song. And wow. I just, my opinion of them hasn't changed, hence the name Diarrhea Planet. <laughs> okay. Well, no offense, Diarrhea Planet. Maybe, you know, I was just talking about how the new, Gin, the new Wild Hearts album took me about 10 listens to to like it and uh ginger's one of my favorite songwriters i'd heard so much about him and i went to see him at the viper room before i knew his songs and i didn't like it and i was like he's not that good and i and michael butler from the rock and roll geek show sent me the set list because i wanted to do an experiment because they were coming back and he was in the band he was playing bass with them and i listened to the set list for like two or three weeks and then i went back then i went and saw him again and i had tears in my eyes so and then he became like I was like this guy's a genius I could never touch him as a songwriter you know and it was really like really profound <laughs> and so obviously that's a, a an uh, an example of how you can't really tell but maybe you know some people can't like Ashley <laughs> well I know what I like yeah plain and simple well, that's good. So here we go with uh, Motorheart. This is uh, Ashley's pick. So we're kind of interrupting the, the 10 to 1 um, top 10. So this is the 11th track, uh, extra track, bonus track. Let's say it's a bonus track. Yeah, and I hope you guys like it. Here we go with the darkness. 
massive thank you to Diarrhea Planet for opening up for us. So good. So many guitars.
that was Billy Idol Rita Hayworth from an EP called The Roadside Billy Idol's new music is coming via Dark Horse Records the record label founded by George Harrison in 1974 Dark Horse is run by George's son Donnie Harrison and David Zonshine I couldn't be more excited to welcome Billy Idol to the Dark Horse Records family Billy is a legend, and his music couldn't fit the Dark Horse persona any better. I've loved his music throughout my whole life, so to be able to give this new music a home on our historic label is a massive honor, says Donnie Harrison. I thought this song was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's like perfect for what he, it's exactly what he should be doing right now, I think, Billy Idol. I'm happy for him. Um, before that was Neil Young Don't Forget Love it's intense what we're going through and what we're going to go through and it's going to get more intense 
And I think remembering that we're all together and really trying to take care of each other and stop fighting and disagreeing on everything, it's going to. It's a little bit of a rough situation we're in here. But I think love is one of the main things that can, could help us to cope. That's from an interview on WKSU.org with Neil Young. I agree. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of nice, a nice sentiment for now. And we open with the darkness with their song Motorheart, which is the title track to their new album. All right, I guess we're going in order. This is number one. Um, this artist is. Uh, I'm just an amazing artist, amazing guitarist and singer and songwriter. And he plays in Michael Monroe's band, who I saw play at the Whiskey two nights in a row a couple of years ago on their last, I think it was a Blackout States tour. And it was the, the first night was the, best rock and roll show I ever saw in my life. I hands down at the whiskey, Michael Monroe and his band, it was just flawless. I mean, I'm sure it was full of fuck ups, but it was like so beautiful. It was just an amazing rock and roll show. I'll never forget it. And his guitar, one of his guitar players is Steve Conti. And that's this is a song from his new solo album. And the song is called Gimme Gimme Rockaway. And it's definitely my number one song of 2021. I hadn't listened to much music, new music this past year. I don't really have a way of finding new music other than Apple Music. I have been so busy. I haven't had time to really look for stuff. My vision for this podcast is to find independent music. But I've... I just haven't had time to really dig into it. So um, for this episode, I just kind of spent some time looking for 10 songs that I liked. That's basically it. And tried to keep it as independent as possible, but it was kind of hard. So um, hopefully next year it'll be more of a legit, like these bands are, you know, independent bands that I love. And these are the 10 best songs I found for the year. But in the meantime, this this is my number one song for 2021. It's called Gimme Gimme Rockaway by Steve Conte. Thanks for listening, and I uh, will talk to you soon. Tough 